0: All right, good morning everyone. Today is Tuesday, March 16th, 2021, and we actually have quite a bit to cover today which is pretty interesting. So, first off what I want to start with is Kim Jong Un's sister from North Korea. Her name is Kim Yo Jong. The sister, according to CNN, of North Korea's leader warned the Biden administration. I'm reading off a of CNN just because it's a notification that came on my phone and I quote, uh, she warned the Biden administration against causing a stink at its first step on Monday, hours after the White House said it not had yet received the response to its outreach to Yang, Yang which is the um, sorry if I mispronounced that, but I believe that's the capital of North Korea or, or the government. Right. Um, it says here that uh, Kim Jong Un's sister said, we want to take this opportunity to warn the new U.S. administration that trying hard to give off powder smell in our land. I, I don't Honestly, I don't know what that means. But she goes, if it wants to sleep in peace for the coming four years, it better refrain from causing a stink at its first step. Okay, end quote. She said that. Look, I'm going to be straight up, and I'm not even trying to be like pro-US or whatever, just from a totally neutral standpoint here. Who the hell does she think the current world power is? Come on. I know there's different factors. I know that the US won't go to war and things like this for many reasons, but they will if they have to. I get that. But who... like what does she think she is russia like what country does she think she's running i get it here's the only thing that i'll give her and 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 the whole and the whole regime of north korea they don't care so in terms of like even feeding their own people so when they don't care about that you would expect them to give threats like this but what the hell she's got no place to say that i mean i don't know anyways (laughs) The next thing is that the Vatican called uh, being gay a choice and says it will not bless same-sex marriages, which is, in my humble opinion, ridiculous, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, From my understanding, the way that this happened was that the Vatican wrote this uh, letter or statement and the Pope signed off on it. Now, this is very contradictory to what the Pope had said about a year, year and a half ago about gays, he sort of implied that, you know, the Vatican, it's time for, you know, the Christian religion to adapt and modernize and things like this. But, again, traditional pyramid-based schemes and all that are, (laughs) they'll continue so long as there's people that are interested to continue pushing that, right? I mean, I don't know what else I could say about this. I mean, in my humble opinion, look, even the whole thing of, like, how the, the, the Catholic priests need to uh, be abstinent, they need to refrain from sexual activities. This might be controversial to say, but don't you think that some of the reason why their interest in these, these fetishes and they, these obsessions with uh, you know molesting these young boys is because all they really do see are mainly altar boys as they serve, and they can't even, technically speaking, they're not even supposed to jack off these priests? You know what I mean, and on and then they think they have like them that whole community. They have the right to tell people whether or not you could be gay or lesbian or what have you. I, I don't understand. I don't even want to get into that. I don't. I'll be honest. I'm very very liberal in that regard. I have no problem with anyone. You know, um, lesbian, gay, you name it. I have n- th- whatever is your business. I respect that. No problem. I have no no issue with that. That's just my opinion. But anyways, the next thing is that um Prince Philip actually as of like. minutes ago as of the time I'm recording this, according to the Royal Palace, made an announcement that he has left the hospital in good health. So he underwent um, about a month ago, I think, or no, very recently, he underwent heart surgery. Man, in my opinion, I don't know how the hell a 99-year-old can survive heart surgery. Now, I don't want to get into, you know, the rabbit hole of things of some stuff he might be taking to keep him going and all that. That's controversial just because this is the morning news episode. But Can you imagine cutting open a body of a 99-year-old and being the doctor, you know, perform or the the doctors or the surgeons performing on uh, Prince Philip? The best of the best, I'd imagine. And 99 years old. Holy crap. Anyways. The next thing is that Kevin McCarthy, the head of the GOP, said that the politicization of the military must stop now. Look. I... I see what he's saying, and I agree. Now, with that being said, this has to do with the whole thing regarding Tucker Carlson and all that. Now, the 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 Pentagon, from my understanding, they kind of retracted their statement attacking Tucker Carlson, saying that they they should have not even responded to begin with, which is exactly what I was saying. They should have just stayed out of it. I do get both sides, but they should have stayed out of it from the get-go. The Pentagon, the military, they never get involved in these matters. Once you start politicizing the military, in my humble opinion, and if I'm wrong, I'd be more than glad to see your guys' perspectives on this, but regardless of what country, once you start politicizing the military, you then lose the focus of the military's goal to defend the nation. Now, I could be very wrong. I'm very conservative in that regard, I'll tell you right now. See how I kind of, depending on the the situation, I kind of flip-flop in my views, but I, I mean, I go from being, you know, like a more liberally oriented to more conservative. In this case, I think with the military... The conservatives know what they have to do in that regard. Now, in terms of Tucker Carlson, again, from yesterday or the day before attacking women about, you know, the military student stuff. Look, like I said, just like men can control their emotions so long as women can, there are many roles women can serve as in, you know, the cyber division and things like this while still serving in the military while they're pregnant. You need as many people as you can get in the military, right? That's the idea. Even nowadays, it's not necessarily about numbers because it's not a ground war anymore, but it still kind of is. You need people, you need, it's like employees, you need people to serve, right, in order to facilitate and, you know, defend the nation in in, in theory, right? So the next thing is that when Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, was asked if Biden was going to visit the U.S.-Mexico border, she said, I have nothing to preview. Look, now it's gotten so bad CNN even had to admit that Biden and the administration are trying to blame Trump and his team for the border crisis right now we could argue some of that, but I doubt it. I I mean, look, it's too far gone now, like, in the sense of, okay, fine, it's only been what, three months that Biden's been in there. But the point is this, he's made such dramatic changes, which I'm not saying are bad. They could be good. It's not for me to tell you guys. But the point is, is that he's made such dramatic changes to, to many different parts of the country, right? I'm not trying to say that with a negative rhetoric or a positive one. But again, you can't, with all the ch- you, if you, if he got in there and made very little changes, then I can understand why he could blame Trump. But he's making too many changes, especially with the border, for him to say no, no, it's Trump. This is just typical old school politics. You know what I mean? The next thing is that Facebook's head of global planning admitted that Zuckerberg has way too much power and Facebook should be broken up. Okay, this is the um, this is the debate between socialism and capitalism because the whole idea is that in pure theory if we live in a in the within the west you know u.s canada what have you um a straight up capitalistic society in pure theory a company does should not be broken up because you know it's imagine you grew a company to being as big as it is right to like amazon or facebook level you in theory Because again, it's a democratic society, a republic. You have every right to say, why should my company be broken up? It's, I mean, I worked hard, I brought it to what it is, why should it be broken up? That's the argument. Whereas the socialism side of things will say, listen, capitalism, like Karl Marx argued, is more of a means to an, an end, so to speak, but capitalism is not the end goal. And so somebody like Karl Marx would argue, or a socialist, so to speak, a pure in theory socialist would say, you know, again, hopefully I don't have my my facts twisted, but they would say it it, it should be broken up once it gets too powerful and you have more than enough money. So you're more than fine. Your taxes should also be raised to help everybody else. Right. And look, I'll be honest. I understand that perspective doesn't mean that I agree with it in my opinion, but that's not for me to report to you guys. Right. In terms of trying to be as neutral as I can. The next thing is that concerns. Now, this is what is going to make a lot of like I guess you could say this makes me happy because I've had debate with family and things like this about there will be something with the vaccine that will, pardon my English, be a fuck-up. And this seems to be the case. Now, I could be wrong, but let's take a look. Concerns are growing globally over the AstraZeneca vaccine, but the WHO keeps saying, no, don't worry, it's fine. But then how come Germany, France, Italy, and Spain... As well as obviously Ireland, have halted the use of the AstraZeneca vaccine. Look, let's put it this way all the people within those countries are smart people and have the best doctors, but Germany is known in a lot of ways, especially nowadays for their acceleration in biology. If the Germans are saying no, I'm gonna go with that, okay? And let's just be, let's put all the conspiracy on everything else aside, right? I knew eventually something like this was going to happen, and they, because of the fact that they can't figure out the if the AstraZeneca vaccine is directly cla- causing blood clots, this is a big, big issue, right? Now, the WHO, without getting too conspiratorial, has extreme influence from China, which I will say, based on the data and the statistics, Trump was correct in saying that, I don't know now here's the thing I don't know if Trump just thought like just thought of it off the top of his head like he sometimes does which but, but he ended up being correct here or if he was given information and was briefed on it but the point is is that China seems to have a very anomalistic, uh, unexplainable influence in the WHO and they give way less than the US does every year even the European Union And Joe, I say this because Joe Rogan has had many people, Joe Rogan, Tim Pool, many people who have come on, even Fox News, CNN, they've had people come on, not so much CNN, interestingly enough, but they've had people come on who have left China and escaped, doctors, whistleblowers, WHO employees, all saying, listen, excuse me, all saying, look, there's extreme influence and there's massive cover-up and China has a deep connection within the WHO, which is why on the public front end of things, it looks like the U S has the most influence in the WHO because they give the most money, not necessarily true. It's not always about money. Sometimes there is a difference between money and power and the connections in that particular case, right? The next thing is that Sri Lanka says it requires time to consider the proposed burqa ban. Um, Okay, listen, again, if the government and the people... as long I don't know how Sri Lanka operates, so as long as they're okay with it or what have you, then I guess if assuming nothing is rigged or fixed, then this is what democratically the people would like. Because again, in theory, there is no quote-unquote better system, so to speak, other than a republic that we can think of right now in terms of like a voting system or what have you, right? And again, just because I don't agree with it doesn't mean it shouldn't be because I might disagree with something, Right? In terms of you know covering women's faces and what have you, we could argue it's cultural or religion, but there could also be a, a flip side to that, the rebuttal to that as well. People use culture and religion as a cover for just doing what they want, which is also true because we got to look at all the sides of this, right? But at the same time, if enough people vote authentically to have this be the case, then maybe then let let that respective country do what they wish. That that's just my humble opinion, but look, that's assuming everything. That's assuming there, there's even going to be a public vote on this in Sri Lanka. I'm not even saying that's going to be the case. I'm just giving examples, right? The next thing is that seven people were killed in Pakistan in a coal mining disaster. I believe it was southeastern Pakistan. I think very sad to see. Very unfortunate. It's um, yeah, no. When these things happen, just like uh, you know, the traffic jams in in California and things like that that recently have gone, you know, all across the the West, reported on, because just because the number of casualties, it's so sad to see. It's very sad. The next thing is that Libya's new interim government has been sworn in. From my understanding, Libya, I think, is still considered a failed state. From my understanding, Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I I hope that whatever, like, all the issues with terrorism, uh, terrorism, excuse me, and things like that, do in fact get resolved, and hopefully, there could be more of a prosperous Middle East. But again, that's a the Middle East is a very complicated issue, so it, I don't. I'm not trying to perform a lecture on something. I'm not even that well versed in, uh, relative to other people, right? The next thing is that UAE. Okay, this is I want to I want to talk about this. The UAE, the United Arab Emirates, the firms that are listed publicly that are you know within Western markets and European markets are now being advised and told to have at least one woman sitting on their board of directors and all that. Okay. Here's the problem I have not with that statement, but I have with the overall concept of involve of in the case of involving men or woman. I believe regardless of, you know, race, I don't even look at race. I just see we're all humans, but regardless of skin color, regardless of culture, regardless of gender, transgender, male, female, I don't believe that you should just have a man or a woman or a transgender or what have you on a board of directors just for the sake of saying look we have someone now granted i understand there has been a very unfair bias towards women in even in the west in the past many years right you know the whole woman's right to vote and things like this i get that but the point i'm trying to make here is from if you're a company of any kind in any industry right if i'm the ceo of a company this is my opinion but i'll tell you guys if I'm the CEO of a company and I'm sitting uh, uh, in a meeting room, right? And there's on the left of the room, you have a, you know, 10 women on the right of the room, you have 10 men. And I say to both of them as the CEO to both groups, what's the best solution to, you know, so-and-so problem, whatever. I'm not going to look at, oh, is this a man or a woman? I'm going to look at the best ideas. So if all of the men or most of them have the best ideas, I might take eight men and two women And vice versa, if eight women have the best ideas and two, I'll take eight women and two men, you know what I mean? Or maybe all of the men might have the best ideas or maybe all of the women. My point here is this, the way I perceive things, it shouldn't be politicized in the sense of, yes, I get it, women should be involved more, and I understand and I respect that and I agree with that, but the best ideas have to win. And if the best ideas just so happen to be that of a male or transgender or female, so be it. I don't like this whole thing of you need to have at least one woman on the board. You want to know what I say? You can have all women on the board, but if if they don't have good ideas, we got to change things up and maybe get more uh, other different women or different men or a mixture of both. You know what I mean? This shouldn't be that complicated. It's really simple in my, in my perspective in the sense of like all you got to do is choose the best ideas. And I'll give one final example. If I'm the CEO, and say, for example, I have you know 10 people that in total sitting, um, 10 executives, 5 of them men, 5 of them women, and we're trying to discuss a solution to a problem. And as we're discussing it, there's a janitor, a custodian, that comes in to clean the floors and all that. And he or she is overhearing what we're saying. If their idea, and the janitor speaks up and says, excuse me, I'd like to contribute an idea, even though they're just a janitor. If that janitor has the best idea, over everyone else of all the other executives, I'm going with the janitor's idea because it doesn't matter who it comes from. It doesn't matter if it comes from Casper the freaking ghost. The best ideas have to win. That's my humble opinion. And I got this, believe it or not, from people like um, Steve Jobs. I got this from people, from many different people. You know what I mean? And so when I look at all of this, I, I just think... The problem is there's a lot of politicization behind this, and I'm sorry if this is a bit of a rant, but I hope you guys can see what I'm saying here. It's not about, even gender, it's not about black, Asian, white. The best ideas have to win. And it's, it's, and if that means no white people, or if that means no men on a board of executives, because they tend to not have good ideas, based on the, the group of men uh, that, I, that I try to vet and look at, and get debriefed, then so be it. My whole executive board will be woman. The way I see it is that it should the best ideas have to win. I know I'm sound like a broken record now, so but I hope you guys see what I'm saying. Um, I'm sure you do. The next thing is that a U.S. special envoy is attending the Afghan peace talks in Moscow, which is is interesting considering. Uh, speaking of which, Navalny said that according to his contactees, his family, and all that, so I guess he's still alive. I guess. He's saying that he's woken up every hour of the night and he's filmed by prison guards. He's saying it's just as bad as a prison torture camp. uh, Sorry, concentration camp. Look, assuming what he's saying is true and correct. This is I'm not saying I agree with Putin, but I'm just being realistic here. What did you think was going to happen by going back to Russia? I know you wanted to show rebellion and all that, but how are you going to start an uprising to overthrow Putin while you're being woken up every hour? You can't even sleep. Do You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's just the way that I I perceive it. I'm not saying he shouldn't do this. I respect and admire his passion. But, you know, at the end of the day, it, maybe this should have been done more strategically. And I'm, I'm just, look, I'm just a guy talking into a microphone. I don't know the specifics of his situation and his strategy, but maybe this is part of it. I don't know. I don't know. The next thing is that um, Volkswagen is trying to take on Tesla with their major electric vehicle push, which will be interesting to see if that happens Um because, again, it's only a matter of time before the like General Electric and all those companies jump in and, and they, try to, they try to get their piece of the market and in some cases beat Tesla. But I don't think they'll ever go one-on-one with Tesla for now for the f- a foreseeable future because Tesla, particularly Elon Musk, has really – whether you like him or not, Elon Musk has really branded himself very, very well. Um, and I think – oh, yeah, and the final thing is that Syria's 10-year anniversary since the, the war basically started – Uh, was I think today or yesterday so it's um look it's unfortunate right and you can we can debate as to whether or not Assad is good for Syria and things like that some people say you know he's just another Gaddafi or Saddam Hussein or what have you but look here's the thing Putin is very close with Assad in Syria that's why the U.S. is really playing a chess game there instead of a full-on type of ground war approach and I understand that I do um so that's about it for today's news. Uh, I apologize for the little bit of a rant that I went on, but I think it's important to signify that, again, it needs to come down to what can be brought to the table overall instead of just, you know, are you man or woman, black or white, what have you, right? Um, at, so and then, then also on top of all that, the vaccine, the AstraZeneca vaccine, I have to say, I'm, I'm, look, I'm surprised, but I'm not. I'm happy, but, uh, you know, in the sense of not to say like I told you so to people, but something eventually was going to come out of this, right? with regards to the vaccine development so that's all for today and we'll catch you guys either later on and uh and that's it cheers